Welcome to this episode of Mentors at Your Benchside, the podcast giving you advice, tips, and tools for getting the most out of your research. I'm Laura Grassi, and today I'll be talking to you about why you might want to stop using serum in your cell culture media and how to do so without killing your cells. Culture medium is probably the most critical aspect of cell culture, and many media recipes and commercial media preparations are the result of years of refinement. One often used supplement in cell culture media is serum, commonly fetal bovine serum, or FBS. But do you know why you add this? And more importantly, can your cells survive without it? We discuss the pros and cons of using serum in cell culture media and how to remove it if you want to eliminate it from your workflow. So what is the importance of serum in cell culture? Culture media contains vitamins, sugars, and buffering agents to maintain the health of your cells. And you will often add serum, such as FBS, This is one of the main ingredients in cell culture media because it contains hormones, lipids, and growth factors that are essential for cell proliferation and growth. You will notice a big difference if you remove the serum from your culture medium. Deliberate serum starvation is used to induce cell cycle synchronization, but take care when doing so, as starving your culture of serum for too long will also lead to reduced cell survival and increased apoptosis. So why should you consider going serum-free? While using serum in cell culture can keep your cells healthy and happy, there are some notable downsides. The first is that serum is highly variable. It's an animal-derived natural product and each new batch will vary. While serum does contain factors that are important for the health of your cells, it also contains things like immune complement proteins that can harm your cells. To get around this, serum is usually heated to inactivate harmful proteins. Of course, heat will denature beneficial proteins too which can increase the variability between media preparations. While this might not be a big issue for some types of research, variability in factors that are critical for cell growth and survival can confound your results if you're running, for example, a cell-based assay measuring the effect of a growth factor or a drug on a given cellular function. In this case, one of the biggest reasons for going serum-free is to increase the standardization of culture conditions for more consistent and reproducible results. This type of standardization is even more critical in regulated laboratories, and using a defined medium allows greater control over your cell culture and your experiments. Serum can also be a source of contamination. Again, lot-to-lot variability is in play here, and heat and inactivation may not wholly neutralize microbial pathogens. Adding contaminated serum to your culture will affect the health and growth of your cells and render them unsuitable for experiments. And finally, serum is an animal product. Another consideration for going serum-free is to support the three R's, refinement, reduction, and replacement for the use of animals or animal products in research. So maybe you are convinced that going serum-free is the best approach for your cell culture experiments. But like many things in science, this comes with trade-offs, and one of them is finding exactly the right mix of growth factors to support your culture. The growth requirements of different established cell lines are varied and complex. Optimal culture conditions can even change between different passages of cells. Throw in primary cultures or cultures in suspension and you will have quite the task in front of you. Fortunately, you are not alone and there are many expert sources online to guide you. Furthermore, various manufacturers of culture media have developed specific serum-free formulations for standardized immortalized cell lines like Chinese hamster ovary cells. Besides the difficulty in getting the serum-free conditions just right, other adverse effects of going serum-free include slower cell growth and cell clumping when passaging. Continued optimization of culture conditions can help with reduced rate of growth, and gentle repeated pipetting of cell clumps should be enough to disperse them. So how do you go serum-free? Now that we've covered the pros and cons of going serum-free, let's explore how to do it in practice. 
Note that some cell types can be cultured in the complete absence of serum, while others will need other factors added to replace the role of serum in the media. Several serum alternatives are available to purchase that you can try as an alternative to completely removing serum. However, some cell types will have more unique needs that require adding specific factors to the media. The FCS-free database provides details of additives noted in the literature for specific cell lines to be cultured without FBS. Check the show notes for details of how to access this. The first method you can use is direct adaptation. This is switching from serum-containing medium to serum-free medium. A guide from Thermo Fisher suggests starting with a mid-log phase culture with more than 90% viability and subculturing when the cell density increases after several days of culture in the serum-free medium. Going serum-free will be relatively painless if you work with a cell line that can tolerate the direct switch. If your cells can't quick serum cold turkey, then you will have to subculture them in a mixture of serum-supplemented and serum-free media, gradually increasing the fraction of serum-free medium with each passage until you passage into 100% serum-free medium. Another approach is to supplement serum-free medium with a conditioned medium. If you're not familiar with this term, conditioned medium is the medium that cells were grown in for one full passage. You can recycle this and mix it with increasing ratios of serum-free medium until the cells are 100% adapted. There is no doubt that serum is one of the most common supplements in cell culture media, but it's also the most inconsistent. The reagent industry has developed serum-free media to solve these problems, but going serum-free isn't always practical or possible. Most serum-free formulations only work on a specific cell type, which can strain research budgets if your work involves multiple cell lines. So that's it for removing serum from your media. Check out the episode description for links to related articles and resources. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to get more help and advice from mentors at your bedside. Are you always on the go, but still seeking valuable insights to advance your research? Well, look no further than Listen In, the podcast from Bite Size Bio that offers the benefits of webinars in a portable format. With webinars featuring leading researchers and commercial specialists discussing techniques like CRISPR-Cas9 and microscopy. With Listen In, you can tap into their expertise and drive your research project forward efficiently and productively, no matter where you are. Visit bitesizebio.com forward slash podcasts or search for Listen In in your podcast app to subscribe.